0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello, Fresh! Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, oh,
1: oh. hi, Mike. <laughs> How are you? Well, the song, the kink song.
2: Um, lazing on a s- sunny afternoon.
1: No, that would be you eventing on a Sunday afternoon. You'd be having an event somewhere else.
2: No, it's the other one there.
1: So tired, tired, tired
2: of waiting, me. tired of waiting for you. <laughs> oh man, I got uh, I was here in the house, just not, I was working, I was just drawing cards. So, I um, um. I am very good at remembering things, but then, like, I'd be like attentive looking at the clock, oh, I better run up and do this thing. And then within those 10 minutes, I would have just gotten totally sucked into something else. I suppose just another event
1: comes into your life and just kind of, you know, your life is just full of events, really. And you're like an event horse going from leap to sort of, you know. An
2: event horse, I like that. Hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> Hurdling events. yeah running from event to event i'm like a social an event butterfly oh that's beautiful you're yeah. going
1: gray in your whiskers
2: i know i use just for men in my beard and i haven't in what? a while
1: what is just like,
2: <laughs> what Bear dye yeah i use a beard dye it's like you brush it in <laughs> Oh, okay. have i and not told me? Well, yeah have i not told you this before no <laughs>
1: I, I know the hair but I didn't
2: know the facial hair it's the Keith Walsh Podcast it's essential like your breakfast it will get
0: you up and going, learn some things you didn't know yeah it's the Keith Walsh Podcast it's the Keith Walsh Podcast give you energy like Buckfast
2: and if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle it's the Keith Walsh Podcast yeah Well, 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 well indeed. And what brings you here? Hmm. It is the Keith Walsh podcast. It is Thursday night, and uh, it's the first. It's the f- it's a it's the premiere. Welcome to the premiere of the Keith Walsh podcast. Me talking to my f- friend Mike, but on a Thursday night. So I've got two episodes to go up tonight. Excuse me. One is with uh, my friend Mike, and uh, the other is with another fella, which I'll tell you about. But you gotta, you got to switch over or something. Switch channels, switch pot Just listen to the other one. Um, his name is Tig. There's a clue for you. It's a different Tig. Um So, yeah, two podcasts on a Thursday night. That's new, isn't it? That's exciting. Sure, what else would I be doing? I'm in lockdown, drawing me cards. Keith's cards, if you're interested. Follow me on Instagram, Keith Walsh. Not the solicitor guy, not the skateboarder guy. Keith Walsh he used to be on the radio. That's me on Instagram. Give me a follow, and you'll see examples of my beautiful cards that I make, including some smashing Valentine cards and some amazing Mother's Day cards. Uh, yeah, go and have a look. Anyway, that's um, that's what I do all days. I draw and I contact people about uh, their address, and then I send out cards and. Um, that's pretty much it. That's my life at the moment. I'm trying not to eat shite. Because um, I'm doing this. Well, I had been eating shite over Christmas and it bled into January. And I wasn't doing the, I'm not drinking. So I'm kind of like, you know, rewarding myself in a different way. And that's not good. Uh, it's the dopamine hit I'm after, man. I'm chasing the dopamine every time. So I'm on this um, this, whatever it's called. Intermittent fasting, so I don't eat till five o'clock every day, and then, you know, then I go to bed about eleven. So that's it. It's just, that's my window of opportunity. And so far, I feel and look amazing. Big lie, big lie. I feel okay, but I'm I'm I need to lose weight. I need to cop on to myself. It's like a reset. A reset of the system. That's what I'm doing. That's what's going on. Hope you're all well. Um, I won't really dilly-dally too much on this one, because I want to get it out, I want to get it up. And uh, it's a bit of a it's a a bit of a rambly chat anyway, I don't know what kind of buzz we were on, but this is the first time we recorded midweek, so we recorded on Wednesday, which was yesterday. N- neither of us had taken any drugs, not that I know of, I hadn't, I don't think Mike had, um, and we weren't drinking, and Mike was off the chocolate, so I don't know, maybe we were just giddy. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, the Cult of Keith. Cult of Keith Walsh, A New Religion, we're starting up. And we talked about uh, lots of other things. Um, Fuck do I know what the fuck we talked about? And it was yesterday. But we managed to get through quite quite an array. A smorgasbord of topics. Uh, A few uh, TV and film recommendations in there. Um, And my wife makes an appearance, actually very briefly she doesn't really talk well she tries to talk but she's she keeps whispering just by me telling her she doesn't have to so that's it it's the very first uh, episode of me and my friend Mike talking on uh, Thursday night because usually I put them out on a Monday night so it's it's the second one this week and we'll try and keep it going for as long as we can I hope you enjoy it it's episode 62 as well of the podcast wow I tell you tell you what actually good recommendation uh if you're into podcasts, which you probably are if you're listening to this is a chap called Adam Buxton. if you haven't been listening to adam buxton uh I've been listening to him for a good few years now, really enjoy his podcast love his chats uh, he'd be a big influence on my style of podcasting um except i don't I haven't got my finger out of my arse and started to write songs like he does, which i will that's a pl- that's in the plan uh so Adam Buxton, if you've heard of him, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, and if you haven't, go check him out. And the reason I'm mentioning it is that he, he takes breaks from his podcast, so he he took the Christmas off, and I'm just bringing it up because he's back. He put up an episode this week, and uh, he's not on social media, so unless you're signed up to his website, you don't know. I discovered he had a, web, uh, a new episode up. It's uh, a chat with the comedian Stuart Lee, and it's very good. Don't go listen to it until after you've listened to this. It is the Keith Walsh podcast, episode 62, with me chatting. To my friend, Mike. Enjoy. Yeah, I don't, I haven't really, no, I actually, I was going to say I haven't really needed it for the beard up until now, but no, I've always kind of coloured that bit in. Because I'm like, well, I think you should leave it. It looks kind of billy
1: goatish. It looks, makes you look like the sort of the the stud of Kildare. <laughs> the big
2: big the billy big goat stag. stud. The big, the big rutting stag. The big pervert. Mm. The big pervert stag rutting goat of Kildare.
1: Now, because I'm wearing red, I look like I've got high blood pressure.
2: I haven't. Oh, you see, that's the reflection. That's why I was worried Something about you before. Really, yeah, I was like, oh, I was looking a bit. You're looking healthy. You're looking good. I've got spots for the first time in about
1: 40 years, nearly, I'd say.
2: Is that a good sign, though? Is that like, is that a, a you know, a regeneration thing, like, a, a, you know, toxins coming out of your skin? And I'm sure the Stoics would have looked upon it as sort of like, look at the boiling Vesuvius on the side of his face.
1: You know, sort of pop them. I should go on, Mrs. Pimple Popper.
2: Oh, give uh, Doctor Pimple Popper a call. I don't. Know, I don't know if that's if it's that bad though. I can't actually see any spots, but I'll take your word for it.
1: No, I've just got. I've got blemishes.
2: You look yeah. beautiful. You look beautiful, Mike.
1: Thanks very much. And I, I, I was in here in the in the uh, room here the other day, where there's lots of pairs of denims. And I was just about to cut apart a pair of denims from my wife, which she makes handbags, which you know about. But yeah, I you, what's the, the
2: what's the name of the bag? The, the, the company again? It's Sally Ann's handmade bags. Sally, Sally Ann's bags. handmade bags. You should you yeah, should yeah. you should follow her on Twitter, and she's on Instagram as well. And they're, they're the bags are absolutely beautiful. But so you you take in all jeans from secondhand shops, from uh, thrift shops, whatever, and then you, Char- charity shops. Yeah, and you fill it them. Is it?
1: Yeah, so I cut them up along the seams and then I cut the zips out. We use the zips for various things and whatever. But I'm always on the lookout for um, nice jeans. And there's a big denim community out there. I never realised this um, until I got talking to a neighbour who lives literally, I'd say, 100 metres down the road. And I know this guy very well. I walk my dog with him when we're allowed to walk together and all that sort of stuff. Could we you could you hit his, hit his house with a stone? Is it I could close? I could certainly fly my drone over. I could mm. hit it with a golf ball, I'd say.
2: Do you play golf? Mm, really badly. Do you have a golf? Do you have golf sticks and golf balls?
1: Yeah, bats. Oh, right. Golf bats.
2: Golf ball. bats. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play and, golf then.
1: And slitter type things. Um, yeah. But I could I could hit his house with a golf ball. But I, you know, this guy down the road, and he's massively into denim. Massively. And there are people in the denim community that look at sort of Levi's from the early 1900s that have been in sort of found in old mine workings and whatever, when Levi's were actually, you know, working clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, they've been like jackets, old jackets left historically over a pitchfork in the side of these mine workings have gone for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah. The label color is really important if it's a white label, a black label, a red label. Some of them are misprinted and some of them are all in caps. So wow. these buyers will go after these things. And I'm here and I'm cutting up these jeans. <laughs> these guys are. Hundreds of thousands of pairs of, of worth of jeans. Wow. They cut up a really expensive handmade pair of Japanese jeans. I said to him one day, this is how we got kind of talking about it. I had these pair of jeans and the Kamazutos or whatever. Yeah, they made a really nice bag. And go, oh, what size were they? And they were like, oh, they were big. They were really big. Oh, no, they would have gone for a fortune on that internet thing. Oh, my if God. We don't, buy them, we don't do them for that. But we just, you know, I have a passing interest. And the reason I'm telling you about that is because I was in here the other day, and there was a pair of Levi's, and I always have a look at a pair of Levi's or a pair of Wranglers or whatever, because they're really nicely made jeans. You know, from the inside, when you're cutting them, they're a bit more difficult to get through. The de- denim is a, you know, a certain it's the pitch of the denim and the way it's it's rolled and whatever they do with it. There's all sorts of technical. It's crap it's, it's the on.
2: good shit. It's the good shit. I I I love myself a pair of Levi's, old oh, Levi's. Well, this
1: pair here. Um, I don't know if you can see them, and they come in all shapes and sizes, literally. Yeah. And these are a Levi's five six five five nines.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: And um, they're a thirty four inch waist, and I thought, will I try a thirty four? It's been thirty four years since I've been able to get into a thirty four inch pair of jeans, and I put them on, and they fit. No way. Yeah, I'm now wow. a thirty four inch waist.
2: That's unreal yeah that's, that's that's great progress isn't it with the sugar and uh, it's not the sh- it's,
1: chocolate. it's chocolate chocolate and be it where well, it's chocolate it's chocolate that's what it is
2: but that's quite that's quite impressive progress that's quick
1: it's nearly a month
2: i know but that's like uh, it's still impressive to 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 drop uh, you know what i don't know what waste you were beforehand but uh forty eight no <laughs> <laughs> um, viewers viewers or listeners you can't see this but um mike was obese uh he lived he slept in the same room as he did the podcast in and he just moved over to the mic there is no
1: <laughs> the last time i left the house to go to super value i had to,
2: I had to take a wall down no <laughs> I, I, yeah. I shouldn't do you ever just, watch that i shouldn't just no uh, do you ever
1: watch that my 600 pound life
2: I've I've kind of seen bits of it, and I sometimes w- I, I feel bad for them. And I get to, when I get to the part where they're trying to wash themselves with a rag and a stick, and I'm just like, I can't, because I because no matter the thing that I hate about watching those things is they've gone so far that no matter what they do, they can't they can't get about no. like they can't go back, you know. Uh,
1: well, some of them do, and I I really like the Indian doctor. Do you know, there's a little. Indian doctor on it and he's the one they all go to. He's like the pimple popper lady, but he it's always the same little Indian
2: doctor, and he's like Yeah, oh, but he's really like you I need to stop eating. That. You are you are too fat. What are you doing? How are you why are you eating that? Why are you eating so much food? That's crazy. You need to move around. Did you ever leave the house? But he's really stern with people.
1: I'm not mm. operating on you. and candy can a voice like that. I'm not operating on you until you get up of your ass and walk. <laughs> terrible it's car crash tv but you know i just feel guilty watching it but i feel sorry for the people and it's always sort of deep held sort of issues they've got that are causing this sort of yeah yeah
2: Yeah. it's like trying to like you can't deal with any of that fat until you deal with the with the person inside mike and that's that's what i feel like we've been doing with you through this podcast that has enabled you to give up the chocolate we've dealt with the person inside (laughs) Say Mike you, you're if, fixed the podcast is over fixed What's enjoy it? the rest of your life is that
1: why you didn't is that why you forgot about it today
2: yeah because like today was the big day the big fix the day when i announced that it was fixed <laughs> but uh but but can you so if, will you keep an eye out for nice denims for me like you know do you get yeah, like do you get like do you get, like, 80s stuff, 70s stuff?
1: Uh, we we do. Uh, we tend to use it or, um, I, you see, because we're, we're trying to do it on a, I go to, like, um, various um, charity shops. Um, and it's funny. I, 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 I go through their bins and stuff like that, and they allow me to do that. It's very nice of them. And I give them... A certain amount of money per pair of jeans, and I always stick twenty or thirty in because it is that side of the business which is kind of trying to be nice and trying to support local charities. And um, it's funny because the last two times I've done it, I found thirty quid in a you know that little pocket that nobody uses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found thirty euros in one of those, nice. which I obviously gave back to the the charity. And I found a tenner the other day wrapped up in a used lottery ticket. So, yeah, I'll give that to them if they've won. Maybe it could be a winning lottery ticket. Yeah. I, don't know, I haven't checked it. But, yeah, it'd be nice if that was – that would be a nice story if you gave it back to them and it was, like, 1.7 million or something. That would be you know, brilliant, yeah. wouldn't it? That would yeah. be amazing. Any drugs? Uh, no. Um few odd sort of items, keys and stuff like that. You think, Jesus. But <laughs> bet you they've been looking for those keys for years.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the little uh, – we used to call us – Friends of mine, not me, but friends of mine used to call it the hash pocket. You know, the little uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah watch pocket called, yeah, or whatever it's yeah. called. I don't. Know I don't know that's... what
1: that pocket's for actually. I'm sure it there's has... a technical name.
2: I think I used or... to know the purpose for it because uh, I know there is one on some on some workman's jeans a little bit further down that that would be for a, a T square or like a, a hammer, an L square, or a hammer. There's a there'd be a, a little loop for a hammer, yes. and then there'd be like a little thing where you slide in your ruler um but uh yeah so no uh no drugs no good
1: licking my lips at you suggestively trying to put you off and it didn't work (laughs) i thought
2: you were just thinking about drugs or something but um so listen if you get any levi 501s uh originals red tab think of me i'll pay you for them and then you can give the money to the charity
1: yeah, I've never done that before. I've never I've never actually, you know, used a pair of jeans before and and sort of other than for the the business here. Yeah. You could be you How could be found out.
2: But you could be moving into a new you could through this business you could be moving into a new business. You know, you always have to keep your eyes open in this world, Mike, for a new opportunity. You know, and it could be like Beautiful. there's something is presenting itself to you. You need to be alert to it and be like, "Okay, there's something in this." Maybe, you know, a couple of pairs of Japanese genes, you could be, you know, set for life.
1: Have you ever thought about becoming a guru? Because you've just fixed me and given me a roadmap for the rest <laughs> of my life. All
2: the yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm working on. It's my next step. Yeah, let the beard
1: go, let it go gray, because that'll add a bit of wisdom to you. Mm-hmm. People like that sort of stuff.
2: I've got Start my I've got my my reverend uh I'll use just for I'll use just for men white. Just for men, grace and so I'll grey out the rest of my beard. And I have my reverend certificate, so I can wear the the garb. And uh, yeah,
1: I'm I'm still trying to come to terms with the fact that you are actually a reverend.
2: Can I tell you something that I had to think a, a thought about? Sometimes I have these weird. I was out walking this morning, and I decided to, I was going to contact somebody like anonymously, and get them to start to get them to. This is like what goes on in my head, right? Not not contact them anonymously, but employ them. So pay somebody money, right, to start up this internet, like either a website or maybe maybe start with an Instagram account called the Cult of Keith Walsh, and get them to pretend that they're part of this big cult. I could do that, but you could do. You'd have to do it on the sly. Like you couldn't ever. I'd have to be surprised. <laughs> I'd have you to be will sur- be. I'd have to be surprised. Be go, oh my god, there's a, there's a, a an organization called the Cult of Keith Walsh. That's weird, and I'd be all like freaked out. But secretly, I'd be actually behind it. I'd be pulling the strings, and and like the Cult of Keith Walsh, would, like, you know, grow with their beard and then put a little bit of white here. They'd have like to uh, emulate you. Yeah, they'd want to be like me and they'd like, it'd be this weird, I'd be I'd become this weird cult figure. Um, and nobody would be able to figure out why the fuck this has happened that i <laughs> What do you think? I
1: think, I think it's got legs, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think that would, join. I think that would allow me to be then take on my rightful role as a reverend and-
1: uh, Allow you to ultimately rule the planet. Well, yeah. And Marvel would probably pick you up as a baddie. Do you think so? Because, yeah, what cult has ever done any good?
2: Um, n- yeah, no Catholics. cult. Well, I think Buddhists were okay, weren't they?
1: Uh You know, everything in moderation,
2: including murder. I don't know. You <laughs> know they? I
1: mean?
2: were, they, were the Buddhist killers? I don't think they were. Oh, sure. There is
1: there are there are gorilla wings to the to are Buddhist there? sex sect
2: there's sex, B- sex. B- Buddhist baddies. Yeah. There's
1: mm-hmm. good, good and bad in everyone. As uh, there is good and bad
2: in everyone. Um so that's my plan anyway. The cult of Keith Walsh. uh, uh don't tell anybody about it. Okay. And if you're listening to this podcast, this is just between us. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, this is OG stuff.
2: This is just OG stuff. If you're listening yeah. to this podcast and it's 2020 or it's early 21 and you're you're in the and you've OG status, don't tell anybody.
1: We could go on Fox News and say, yeah, that QAnon guy, I don't like him. I, I prefer Keith Walsh.
2: Mm. I
1: prefer the learnings from the Keith Walsh.
2: Yeah. And then I could, I could travel the world in a, a Learjet preaching my thoughts.
1: Yeah. That'd be really good, but you'd never show up anywhere on time.
2: <laughs> well, that's my thing. And then my followers would never show up anywhere on time. And and then they couldn't get fired from their job because they'd be like, no, this is, that's my religion to be late.
1: And you know, when you're doing one of these stories in your head, you've always got to pick an end point. Right? Yeah. So your, your gravestone could actually have the late Keith Walsh on it. Because you'd be known for being late all yeah, the time. And I'd
2: be late. I'd probably have been late for my own funeral as well. Yeah.
1: You would have been definitely. I'd have tripped up the guy carrying the coffin
2: (laughs) just to just to make it so. Yeah, but I think I think, and then if people were members of the religion to keep the cult of Keith Walsh, and as I said, if they were late for anything, they could say it's my religion. Like, like you know, like people who can't work on the Sabbath. What what day would be your Sabbath? Tuesday. It's a balls of a day. You might as well take it off. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Tuesday's a shit day. Tuesday should be the Sabbath. You know, change mm. things up. So that's it. That's all I've worked out so far. But um, I have high hopes for the cult of Keith, Keith Walsh. Yeah. Um, I might get some T-shirts made up. I'll send them to you, and you can give them out to your followers. Because I obviously I have nothing to do with it at this point.
1: No. Have you, I, yeah. You send me the hats. Uh, the pure
2: mental. Oh no. Yeah.
1: We didn't do that either. Uh,
2: I do that. I want. I want you to. I want it to look like I have followers. I don't want to look like I've instigated it. You know what I mean? No, of course. No, no, no. We will be all behind you, sort of
1: not being behind you. Yeah.
2: In front of you. I will initially be outraged by it. And i would be like, this, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is ridiculous. Why would there be? <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then I'd sort of realize that these people need me. And I would become the rightful leader. And uh, I yeah. can see you on the Late Late Show. You mm.
1: and then Sinead O'Connor. Having an argument with Ryan Tuberty about she, the theology of the cult of Keith.
2: I feel like kind O'Connor would be ripping up a picture of me on American television.
1: Or else she would become one of your high priestesses.
2: She could become one of my high priestesses. That would be more likely, I'd say. Yeah, of I'd say of those two things, that's more likely. I'm not saying Pretty it's much. like It's not likely, She'd but it's, a lash. it's more likely. I love Sinead. Um, yeah, I know, yeah, but she... I know, would allow her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. Yeah. It's been
2: but um. Uh. So yeah, that's the plan. That's that's that's. So there you go. I'm glad. I'm just glad to. I'm. Gl- I'm just glad to get you in on the ground floor.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be an O. What do we call them? They're not OGS, are they? They're OFS. Maybe Oh, they would be OGS. O-
2: OGS. The Keith original of Cult followers. OGS, original followers. Apostle. You're an apostle, I suppose.
1: Uh, would I be one of the twelve apostles? or Would you have twelve?
2: I just have one apostle. You're you're the you're my only apostle. I mean, I can't I can't really beggars can't be choosers. I don't have any other people. Like you are the apostle.
1: I know loads of people who are really easily led.
2: Okay, we can,
1: we can bring them on board.
2: That would be great. A f- f- few fishermen. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, how have you been? How's the, what's the crack? What's what's new in Claire? Um,
1: uh, n- uh, news on my teeth And uh, I know this is very boring for anybody is, else but This is uh, the
2: shit we're here for
1: um, uh, I'm now in love with the electric toothbrush
2: Wow mm. That was a quick turnaround
1: I I went to bed On I'm going to say Saturday night And I felt like I was cheating um, Because I put this thing on charge In the bedroom And suddenly Anna had already to bed And I thought okay my old toothbrush is still there I'll just use that because secretly I still like that the feeling it gives me. So I loaded up my toothpaste. I washed my teeth, I brushed my teeth and spat out. And I thought, Oh my God, I didn't pay any attention whatsoever to which tooth I was cleaning. I just went and did it. With the electric toothbrush, it tells, you know, it can, you know, you have to do every tooth. You have to be quite methodical about it. Yeah. The other one, you're sort of like... Yeah. So then the next morning, I woke up and thought, I'll try the electric toothbrush again. And it's got this little two-minute alarm. And my two-minute alarm is going, and I'm only halfway through the bottom load. I'm okay. Just going to... And I'm enjoying it. I'm embracing now how clean my teeth are.
2: Wow. If you yeah. if you could... Yeah, your teeth look great, actually. I, I, I think I need...
1: No, my teeth don't look great. That one there is yellow; it's
2: dead. Oh, okay. Apart from the dead yellow one, your teeth look great. (laughs) I I think that this should be part of the uh, the the religion, Uh, electric toothbrush worship, some kind of like flossing. Flossing, yeah. I can't floss properly. I have to get special flossers because I've got a bar behind. Oh, did
1: you have a sports injury?
2: No, I used to have a tooth that stuck out. Do you not remember me when I worked in uh, juries? This tooth stuck out. No. Kind of looked like I had a gap in my teeth, but that tooth stuck out, so I got it stuck back in. I've got a bar in there now. Ooh. Yeah, no, well, Scott, it's fine. This
1: happened you... the, the day before my seventh birthday. Okay. I was in school, primary school.
2: He's pointing at his tooth, his dead <clears> tooth. <throat> his dead yellow dead one.
1: Dead It's uh, one of my two front teeth, top two front teeth, all want for Christmas. And I uh, went to the bathroom, but I could, of course, when you're a kid, you don't walk anywhere, you run. Yeah. And unfortunately, the girl that was coming towards me was also at high pace.
2: Ooh.
1: And uh, yeah, literally ran around. Oh, look,
2: there's a lady behind you. That's my wife. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> say hello to Mike. She doesn't. She doesn't... Oh, hi, Mike. Why do you don't have to whisper hi.
0: anymore?
2: Oh. People know you've got. Oh, yeah. to say hi, Mike. I just forgot something. No, you don't have to whisper. Say, I forgot something. I forgot something. She's still whispering. She's still way too hot for you. Anyway. She's definitely, yeah, I'm definitely very lucky.
1: Very lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, so this girl ran into my mouth. Wow. Um, no damage to her, but my tooth went doink out, blood everywhere, went through the gum, the whole lot. Lovely. And in those days, they just stuck them back in. And that's what happened. Didn't
2: they didn't even didn't stick it I- in straight.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
2: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey look i I'm here i i'm i only got my tooth straightened in you know in the last about seven years ago
1: yeah I don't think I would bother actually it's you, gonna...
2: you wouldn't really notice on, only that you pointed it out so
1: Apart from in the fact it's big yellow and it goes off to the left
2: and this is a podcast so nobody will really see what you're looking at now he's kind of looking at himself in the screen hmm. and
1: when, when we become really um famous sort of cult people and uh, we've all sort of signed some sort of uh, suicide pact Yeah. Um, then people will see my tooth <laughs> when you're in
2: the news yeah <laughs> oh my god police have surrounded the compound of the cult of Keith main head apostle Mike Marron. <laughs> spoke to reporters at the gate
1: I couldn't crack the sign because his tooth was bent remember all the spies in the 1970s they used to have cyanide in the back tooth. He couldn't do it. His tooth, his tooth broke at the, at the moment. He's the only surviving member of the cult. Cheap the back of uh, dentures.
2: Head Apostle Mike Maron spoke to reporters at the gate. He was a spotty man with one yellow dead tooth. <laughs> Doesn't seem to eat much chocolate. Oh, his, blood, his blood sugar was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, got spots
1: in my hand as well.
2: Oh my god, wow. Yes. That is where I think that's all the the old chocolate coming out of your blood. Dear. It's good. It's a good thing. Like the spots will go and then you'll be you're regenerating.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm maybe maybe lacking something, but I'm eating dates and dried mango, like they're gone out of fashion.
2: Okay. Maybe they're giving you spots.
1: Maybe they are. Because some of the dates we got are a bit questionable. Out of date. I think they are out of, date, out of date. They're kind of flaky. They kind of have the texture of um you know in the old days before people had PVC windows, they had wooden windows. Yeah. And the paint would flake off them. Yeah. And the putty would start to flake and kind of go soft and flaky. That's exactly not that I've ever eaten putty that's gone soft and flaky, but yeah. they look like that. But I mean they- through them anyway, because I only got one bag and they're sweet. So it's like <laughs>
2: have they got a grainy texture then? Yeah, not a
1: great mm. texture.
2: Okay, You're not yeah. to, you not need to go for the medjool. No, sp- no, you, need too, to, no, you need to spend your cash. No, they're, oh, they're too, too You don't like the texture. Warning. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, no, 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 no. I like I like a medjool. A medjool date with a, a rice cake and some peanut butter. That's good. That's a nice treat. There's just no joy in that. <laughs> no, there isn't. Is there? No. <laughs> When you're not brushing your teeth, what, do you, what have you been doing? I was watching a movie. I've decided to, to uh,
1: watch a movie every night with Jimmy. And uh, I've been showing him some of the films that I quite liked. Okay, good. Um, and then he's decided to show me films that he quite liked. But I put actually a bit of thought into the films that I liked. He was just surfing through and went, oh, look. Here's Godzilla. one. I call- yeah, I I've seen <laughs> Godzilla once. I remember having nice Doritos and um, ice cream with it, and that was, it. It was the memory. The muscle memory was food. he sixteen-year-old boy says, "I ate your so It must be good."
2: I like his. I like his thinking. I like I like the. I like his method. It is shit. Oh, Godzilla! Yeah, it's a shit yeah. film.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, it is fucking dreadful.
1: But in the middle of everything, up comes this actor, and uh, I said to him, "Oh." I know him and jimmy said to me no you don't i said yes i do no you don't and i couldn't get the guy's name into my head i thought it was terence stamp then i thought it was adam faith and then i realized it was actually charles dance or oh, charles dance you know charles dance he famously yeah. game of thrones he died on the jacks
2: yes uh his his little the little fella killed him yes yes
1: yeah 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 so charles dance Used to stay regularly in the Athenaeum, Um, and we had a lady there. um, And and it's funny because I had to Google him for a finish to to jog my memory
2: for his name. Yeah, very smooth guy, very very suave. He's also in
1: the Crown. He plays Lord Mountbatten.
2: He He does. He got blown up in the boat. Yes, he
1: did. Yeah, yeah. By your family. Yes. Tall, sort of. uh, Yeah, you know imposing English sort of uh, and he's nothing like that in real life he's absolutely sound always plays some sort of a a git but he's really really sound Uh, and we used to have our deputy general manager a lady called Sally Bullock who was herself a child actor and knew all of these actors and their agents and stuff and that's why when I was at the Athenaeum all these actors would come in because they all knew Sally Bullock and her agents would be dragging people in left, right and centre. And I remember once being in the company of Sally Bullock in the bar trying to discuss something with her. She was our sort of uh, executive manager at the time. Sound, absolutely fantastic fun. Like literally glass of champagne and a fag in a hand all the time. So, Hello, darling. Everybody was darling. Before darlings were darlings. And in came uh, Charles Dance with Adam Faith, and Terence Stamp, and Terence Stamp had just uh, released his own vegan crisps. This is early '90s, like Whoa. this is like, a, and they and they were, they were the oil was this, and they were made from parsnips and all sorts of stuff and whatever. And she said, Michael, would you be a darling and take Adam up to his room? You know, Adam Faith, the he was the English sort of Buddy Holly.
2: Yeah, he was a singer and yeah. became he turned yeah. became an actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a
2: little. He was a teen heartthrob, <clears throat> wasn't
1: he? Yeah, kind of Tommy Steele esque.
2: Mm.
1: Um, so I said, "Yeah, I'll take him up to his room. Has he got any bags, or whatever? Yet, take got got him up to the room. I'll be up in a moment, darling." So she came up and said, "Listen, this is your room." He was starting a play in the West End. This before he died, obviously, and uh he was like, a very small man, kind of faint, sort of little fella. And uh he said, "Yeah." Mike, uh, anywhere I can uh, plug this in? And uh, I said, yeah, of course. It was a Kenwood food mixer, like a food processor. I said, yeah, what do you need that for? Yeah, see, I'm trying to keep your weight off. All I can eat is fucking Complan. <laughs> that was all he ate. Complan and milk. Uh... That was his diet. And he, she walks in and goes, what the fuck have you got a, a food processor in here for? I'm on Complan. Oh yes, darling. You need to keep the weight off for the West End. Oh yes, darling.
2: Just oh my odd, beyond odd. God. Yeah. And he he he's dead now, is he? He is, yeah. But he uh he was a very I'm just looking at pictures of him, he's very handsome. Mm. Yeah, real yeah, yeah. Teen, he teen heartthrob. heartthrob. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously back in the day, that was the way actors were obviously, you know, there was probably some you know, West End dietitian going. I would imagine, yeah, you're on, for the compla- a, you're, you're you're on the complex, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. shit everything out, I suppose as well. Because oh. that's isn't that supposed to get keep things moving and for all people. I
1: no, I think it's it's actually part of a calorie controlled diet. You know, you get the chocolate comp plan, vegetable comp plan, you know, sort of like instead of eating, why not eat? and of course it was all big in the 70s and 80s. Instead of eating, just eat, drink liquids because people didn't think there were fats in liquids.
2: Oh, yeah, cuz you could get like a vegetable comp plan, couldn't you? It was like Yeah, you get a yeah. sort of
1: flavor comp plan, yeah, yeah.
2: Complan. So he was just on a liquid diet basically.
1: Yeah. He looked good on it. But it's funny, then I started um going down this rabbit hole of Sally Bullock and I googled her Mm. and there's this thing her bio is on the website of the Athenaeum Hotel and it talks about all the people she brought in and I'm thinking yep I remember that I remember that I remember that I remember and it's and of course I was talking to Jimmy my son a few weeks beforehand because we'd been watching Star Wars and uh, he said to me have you ever met Harrison Ford I said yeah 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 and he went Oh my God, what was he like? What was he, what did he say? How good was he? How cool was he? And it was like, I didn't have the heart to tell him really that I had to just drop um, London Water, had stopped our water. So there was no water in the hotel for about a week and he was staying in a service department. He must've been doing a play or filming something. And I had to put about eight litres of water into his flat because we had these service departments around the corner. And every day I put the stuff in and he'd go, thanks guy. That was it. <clears throat> that was the only interaction I had. I didn't, I was so starstruck that I couldn't, you know
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You be talking to him He was probably was stoned He him. was probably stoned anyway I doubt it Yeah he was He was. a
1: relatively clean living fella
2: Yeah he loved, he was a big stoner <laughs> head. big stoner head
1: <laughs> Off his nuts That's probably why he keeps crashing airplanes
2: Isn't there a story about him about them getting stoned on the set of Star Wars
1: I don't know Oh I wanna hear it if there is.
2: I thought there was something about uh, Harrison Ford and um his girlfriend slash sister, the actress uh who played um Carrie Princess Leah. Fisher. Carrie Fisher. I think it's in her book. And I oh, think what? they might have I think they might have had some sort of uh um affair, they might have been gotten together or something. Maybe, yeah. Here's a story. Here, uh, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford's alternative pastime: weed. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I found the story. Here we go. So th- I think this is because because uh, she, she wrote a book, didn't she? She did. She wrote a bit of an expose. If you saw the term, this is the, uh, this is on the, on the internet. If you saw the term "lifelong stoner" being bandied about, the stereotypical image that might invoke. Is a crusty bearded Lebowski-esque older dude, possibly wearing a headband and maybe even rocking some beads around his neck. It certainly wouldn't be someone representing the paradigm of heroism and adventure. For many decades now, the weed-talking exploits of Harrison Ford have been a semi-hushed Hollywood secret, akin to those famous actors who keep their true sexual orientation under wraps. So he's a big stoner. He's a secret stoner. Uh,
1: That That explains the airplane
2: crashes. <laughs> but it's, he, he crashed onto a golf course, didn't he recently? Yeah, but he's old, isn't he? Like that was just his age. You can't be like ninety going round an airplane. Do you know what
1: I mean? I do He's not ninety, is he?
2: Ah, he's 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 in his eighties. He's he? not.
1: Jesus, no, no, couldn't be. What age do you Harrison. think he is? Okay, what age
2: do you think Harrison Ford is?
1: I'm going to say 72. I'm not looking at Google. I know you you young people live your lives by Google.
2: <laughs> but it's kind of <laughs> handy. <laughs> mm. Harrison Ford, age. He is... He's too stoned. Nobody knows what age he is. Uh, he was born in 1942. He's 78 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 78. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, obviously the stoner lifestyle has agreed with them.
1: Yeah, we can make it part of the cult.
2: This is the thing; we we just become sort of Rastafarians.
1: Yeah, but then you'd be wanted to eat chocolate all the time. Apparently, That's
2: oh I mean. yes, then you've got the munchies. We don't know. We don't need. No, no we don't. Want to go down but we route. could get
1: some. We could get sponsored by a date company
2: and have <laughs> dates.
1: Yeah, <laughs> get date <laughs> date flavored pizzas with pineapple
2: beautiful beautiful
1: yeah mandarin
2: segments uh <laughs> we um okay so we uh are we are we are we going to include marijuana as part of the cult or not we'll think about it i don't, I don't think this is where we I, I don't even think we need to discuss our manifesto right now it could be one of
1: the 12 commandments we won't do 10
2: We'll we do should, 12. We
1: do, no, actually, we do two because we do stone Rick. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: laughs>
1: the first one is right, love everyone.
2: No, thou shalt use a toothbrush, an electric toothbrush only. Oh, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: then smoke a lot of marijuana. And then that's the last commandment. And then just I the numbers.
1: I think smoking is bad for you. Oh, you have to go against, yeah. In. It's got to be organic, natural, ingestible, you know,
2: marijuana but not but you, i think you can smoke can you smoke weed and it's not bad for you i thought it was just tobacco that was bad for you if anybody could the email address for the for the uh, for the podcast is KeithWalshPod at gmail.com if you know anything about weed and is it bad for your lungs that would be great thank you very much i think you can buy those little um they're like electric they're like tiny little ovens and you can put weed into it and then it, like it almost Becomes like a vape.
1: Yeah, you can vape
2: marijuana. Vape marijuana,
1: THC okay. or the non thc Yeah, you can vape it anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can do in either. Some states in America. I've just noticed you've got very long fingernails.
2: I know. I, I'm, I people say it to me all the time. I can never. My fi- fingernails grow very long, very quickly, and I try and keep on top of them. Um, now that that's well, that's their...
1: good because that's cultish. Because lots of those guys uh, in India, lots of those rishwari, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: all have long. Fingernails.
2: Okay. I should grow out my fingernails. Yeah. Okay. Make so
1: that, put that as part two A marijuana and fingernails.
2: Well, we'll say electric toothbrush, fingernails, then marijuana. And then okay. people would the dr- drift thing. off after that.
1: Um, watched a good movie, actually, watched a terrible movie. Um, came up on my feed of everything. Um, so I think all four or Channel 4 or whatever it is, texted me to say this movie's on tonight, hope you enjoy it. And then um, Twitter, my Twitter feed went sort of watch this, it's on, it's a repeat from years ago. And then the RT Entertainment and the BBC Entertainment both mentioned it. So I thought, oh, wow, this has got to be worth a look. And it's your friend and mine, Martin Compton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the look on your face. You actually look like him. He's in line of duty.
2: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the, the really clean cut guy.
1: Yes. Really good looking. But that's where he kind of goes away from being you. So, yeah. So, but he's re- in, in line of duty. He's got this real and accent. Mm. But in reality, he's very, very, very Scottish. Like oh. unintelligibly Scottish. Could have done, to be honest... Could have done with subtitles on the film. It's a film called Sweet Sixteen. Ken Loach. Yeah, yeah. Ken Loach directed it, and it was it didn't disappoint. Um, in that it was just
2: miserable. Oh shit! <laughs> it was a typical Ken Loach movie. Oh
1: god on wait! It was raining. Um, yeah, that was cold. Uh, his clothes were dirty. Um, it's just completely unloved person turning sixteen in a horrible relationship with everybody around him, and uh, just absolutely awful. But I had to watch it. I had one of those things I had to watch to the end, even though you know that this is not going to end well for anyone. Anyone who's close to this fella ain't going to do too well. Yeah, it was like um, so. Like Train so... spotting would be a clean version of this.
2: So 2002. Two, he was he would have been 18, 16, 17. Wow, and yeah. it's like train spotting, but worse. Yeah,
1: re- like it, train spotting is like a uh, more common wise
2: compared to this thing, <laughs> the comedy knockabout oh. comedy. Oh. said in Scotland, the film tells the story of Liam, a teenage uh. boy. I won't do my Scottish accent because it's too good. No. Uh, a teenage boy from a troubled background who dreams of starting afresh with his mother as soon as she has completed her prison term starts off a bit like uh, Wild, uh,
1: what's yeah, it called? Wild Rose, uh, yeah.
2: Liam's attempts to raise money for the two of them are set against the backdrop of of the Inverclyde towns of Greenock, Port Glasgow, and the coast at Gullock. Wow, grim, grim places, I'd say. Oh, fucking miserable,
1: yeah, really horrible. Uh, you needed a shower after it.
2: This is sort of uh, the opposite to a recommendation?
1: Ish. I think everybody should
2: see it. It's one of those ones. The film is and often, sh- the film is often shown film Which is was thankful. Sorry, go on. Go on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the film... <laughs> the film is often shown with subtitles because as with many of loach's films the dialogue is extensively in the local dialect so this must have been his big break then uh, martin Comston.
1: yeah yeah everybody was raving about it it is one of those things you should watch but mm. for the fact that it makes you feel good about your life
2: makes you feel better what about is it like is it up there because i one of the films i watched growing up that i'll never really forget is Kez. oh that was um
1: Kez, was that about a bird?
2: Yeah, it was about a. a, He had a kestrel, he had a pet kestrel. Yeah, Yeah, a pet kestrel imaginatively called Kez.
1: Yeah, I've got the book.
2: Um, but I I do remember that film. You know who made you you know who it was, Ken Loach. No way, Mm.
1: Misery. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, that now we're going to get down to our our, rec- our, our here we info. go
2: here we go uh, stuff we don't know anything about. It's time for stuff that we don't know anything about. Diddle, diddle, diddle. I wrote a jingle for it and everything. Stuff that we don't know anything about. We don't know their names. We don't know their places. Um, Winter watch, autumn it, watch, like, like spring, I, well, I watched spring watch with Michaela Strachan. Oh yeah. To Michaela. The hitman Hit, and her. The hitman and her. Wow,
1: wow, yeah. Her and Pete Waterman. Wow, names we know.
2: The other guy that that actually is the lead guy on Springwatch. Yeah, the main guy. The guy. The the kind of he's into his he's into his music. He's into. Uh, I follow him on. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Come on, we can do this. We can do this. So is Michael Strachan. There's the guy with the. Cool he's hair. Totally cool. Yeah, he's got punky hair. He's, um, he's actually uh, Chris Packham.
1: Chris Packham. His sister is a very famous clothes designer.
2: No way. Yeah, Chris Packham. Yeah, I, I
1: really person. like Chris Packham. I love Chris Packham. And if you have a moment, and uh, we're talking about recommendations or not recommendations, his Desert Island Discs is
2: phenomenal. But that's not just recent, is it? I think I've heard that before.
1: Yeah, about three years ago maybe Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. recent But yeah, okay, cool Like it wasn't just out last week or anything no. I heard his Desert Island disc Yeah, he's really good And during lockdown, the first lockdown he was doing He was doing... Uh, Yeah, the self, self-isolating self bird club With his daughter-in-law But also as, as well He was playing vinyl records in the evening Did you yes. notice that?
1: Yeah, 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 once a night Yeah, yeah, one a night or whatever Yeah, yeah He's, uh, he's away with the fairies though um, but, but he's he had yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. a pet kestrel Okay. And he's on the spectrum. He is. Um, Yes. And he's quite outwardly about it. And sort of. He's got
2: Asperger's.
1: Asperger's, yes. No eye contact and all that sort of stuff. And he just wants to get facts and figures out to people all the time. Mm, Um, He. Very, very interesting.
2: I was listening to Frank Skinner's, if you're looking for a recommendation, his Saturday morning show, which he does on Absolute Radio. And he was talking about filming in Chris Packham's house. And he said he's quite meticulous, you know, and they were yeah. filming and they were moving a few bits and pieces around. And the crew were like, oh, don't worry, we will put it all back and we're finished. And he just said, don't worry, I'll remember exactly where they were. <laughs> it's quite eerie.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's mad as a fruitcake, but very funny. But brilliant, I
2: like mm. I like and yeah. and and possibly likes people more, or likes animals more than he likes people. Which who doesn't is it's probably a good way to go. Yeah. It's probably is he going to be part of our cult in some way?
1: Yeah, not a bad idea. We could get him if we need to do some sort of a graphical analysis. Yeah, sort of with a world map. Mm. Of where people in the cult are from and where they're sprouting up and where it's spreading like a, a virus, yeah, like throughout humanity, we could get him to do it because he's very good on a map. Yeah, yeah, he could be our sort of for somebody who who self admittedly isn't a great communicator. He could be our communicator. He
2: could be our media guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the comms director.
2: Yeah, Chris Packham. If any yeah. any any uh, any any requests come in from any media, we put them on to Chris. Yeah and he won't even Shut know we we won't even tell him no we just no, give no. it. we just give out his number and his address and put him on all our <laughs> all our stationery <laughs> <This laughs> pr could, this could be it pr we, we contact chris by stealth yeah we don't tell people that Your we man, give... uh, richard branson could be our sales guy don't tell it, him we just we just say we just put his name on the on the on the stationery
1: yeah, we're all going to the moon next Thursday. Ring this guy.
2: Yeah, we just put out- an Elon.
1: They're the transport guys. <laughs>
2: Elon. Yeah, Richard and Elon are working closely on this. Uh, I don't really yeah. know much about it. I just have to turn up on the day. Uh, talk to yeah. Chris. Chris has more information on it. Well, I give, <laughs> yeah, you Chris- I'll give you Chris... I'll give you Chris Packham's number. You probably have it already. Call Chris Packham. He'd be yeah. getting phone calls going, i just ringing about the cult to Keith. They're... Going to the yeah, going to the moon next week. About next week's tropos, tropospheric uh,
1: jaunt the two to do doing on a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: it would be great to um, to to follow this through a bit more and set up an organisation and have these people on our website. <laughs> the Pope could be your autoboy. boy. I don't want an altar boy. I don't. I don't want to be a weird cult. I don't want to be like the Catholic Church. I mean, alter I, don't, I don't want to do any freaky shit. No, altar girls is kind of worse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Altar women. Yeah, we can have women, now, but women they don't have to be altar women. They can just be in charge of everything. Like we, the cult of Keith is weird in that, like, we're we're the cult of Keith, but actually, we just believe in women, and shit. they're in, they're actually in charge of everything, and we're just yeah. kind of like. We're organ- our organization is about praising how brilliant women are.
1: And doing ironing.
2: Women are are gods. They are to me. Yeah. Yeah. And we never say things like that. Doing ironing. The women no, do the I ironing.
1: No, I do the ironing.
2: Oh, we do the ironing. Oh, sorry. Thank God. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah didn- I'm
1: trying to do a bit of role reversal here.
2: I didn't want to pull you up on that because I thought I didn't want to fall out with my with my main apostle before we even started. No. Nobody's pulling anybody up. That's 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 that's, that's one. Of, that's the fourth. That's the fourth. The fourth commandment: <laughs> no pulling up, no pulling out, no pulling off, no pulling up.
1: No, no, no. Let's not take. Let's not go down the Catholic sort of route. Yeah.
2: No. If we have our head of comms, Chris Packham. Yeah. We don't need the Pope. He's. He could he's be Catholic. head of head. Of, yeah. He's he he won't be around by the time this really gets gone. He probably won't be around anymore. We have uh, we have Richard and Elon, head of transport. Okay, so if you think of anybody else, we could just throw it out to the podcast listeners, other people. Or if you want to get involved in the cult of Keith, yeah, um, you can email the podcast Keith Walgepod at gmail.com and uh, we we'll, we'll give you some sort of title. Tell us what you could bring. What could you bring to the cult is what, is what I'm saying
1: Obviously, your buddy, who is kind of our executive producer anyway.
2: Routine, Fergal. Like your, yeah, Fergal, yeah, yeah, Fergal, Fergal, who's well, he's oh, he Burgle be, Ber- be Ferk, yeah, he's probably busy looking for guests, but no, he like he'd be head of
1: um, what's that event management?
2: Event yeah. management, yeah, yeah, he could be yeah, head of events, head of he could just be our producer, yeah, yeah, head of production stuff. We've a long way to go. I think we've a long way to go. We've a lot of thinking lot to do. To um but I think our first midweek podcast has been a success, Mike. What do you think?
1: I think it is if you had remembered to be here at the time,
2: it would have it w- been an awful
1: lot more successful. It would have been much better. Yeah.
2: But I think it was still brilliant.
1: Thanks very much. I'm 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 somewhat obsessed with what's behind is that a sheep
2: behind you on the wall? Here on the door. Yeah.
1: That's the three um,
2: bags. There's three bags. Middles. Yeah and a hat three bags and a hat
1: the hat looks like a sheep
2: oh does it okay oh like a like a, a stuffed sheep sheep hang on a second this will be interesting for the for, for the listeners this is the thing that i need to send you in the post
1: oh right they're the hats you actually looked like martin comston in that film there i didn't realize you had a pair of jogging trousers on
2: uh, these are my le- leisure pants they're very big yeah baggy
1: they are really big they're sort of for um they're sort of for when you become kind of
2: their drawstring the... yeah the drawstring look
1: oh oh didn't want to see that i just saw the band of the top of your underwear oh there. sorry
2: about that so uh and people will be required to play wear these pants as well and a hat yeah. like basically what what mike thought was a sheep is my uh pure mental hat now, this—it's Mike, this is important. This is a, an important show because from next week, this is why it's important if you're an OG to get in touch now. From next week, we will be advertised. This show will be advertised across the ACAST network as a recommended show. So we're about to hit the wow. big time. We need to get the cult organized fast because yes. things are about to take off. Or not. I don't know. But they could. I'm just We're warning about to you. Go stiller. We're about to go big international. I mean, we have some listeners, I think, in America already. Julian. Oh, I never talked about Julian sending the, the seasoning. Old Bay. The Old Bay. Thank you very much, Julian. Thank you very much, Julian Dooley, old school friend, lives in America, Cleveland, I think. Sent me a, a tin of Old Bay, which we've been using on everything ever since. I had a, I had some coleslaw and a bit of brown bread the other day. I put some Old Old Bay on it.
1: Lifts it to another level.
2: Beautiful. I just toenails.
1: Leave. Do you remember the old days when you could get your toes into your mouth when you were young? Yeah. Remember you could bite your own toenails. Yeah. Can't mm. do that. If I did that now, I'd have to have uh, some sort of a rescue helicopter here to get me to the nearest hospital. Mm. But if I could do that, I'm sure
2: if you put Old Bay seasoning on your toenails, it would make them palatable. He sent me another seasoning for kind of for, for anything but fish, a Cajun seasoning called Slappy o Mama
1: okay mm-hmm.
2: and is it like a salty kind of like it's a granulated it's kind of like Old Bay like it's a yeah it's it's, it's, it's just like you know the way they 60 different types of spices or whatever yeah. but uh, we've been using that on prawns okay I don't eat prawns bellissimo so thank you very much Julian Doody. anyway the thing I was telling you about is this I'm glad that this episode was so good because people are going to start tuning in and this will be the flagship show and and this will be if people listen to this this will be the make or break the podcast.
1: Yeah, a cast. If only he could be arsed showing up.
2: <laughs> I was literally downstairs. You know what happened? My uh, my father in law came by with some with some blocks, some blocks of wood for the fire. So I got distracted. He, he rang oh. the doorbell. He rang the doorbell. The dog started barking. I got distracted, and then I forgot about my podcast. It's that easy.
1: Why is he bringing you blocks for the fire? Um, good question. He just, I think, that's, that's I think, a bit of a message there that's kind of like, You're not really taking care of my daughter, I, I still having to step in and keep her
2: warm. That's... I don't worry about that kind of thing. Um, but he, I think it's something I think he's he's very he, he likes to keep he, like normally he's very busy, he's lots on, you know, he's retired, but he does a lot of stuff, and at the moment it's in lockdown, so bringing. You know, blocks of wood to people is kind of or oh, something to you know. He's keeping himself busy, do you know.
1: Has he got a chainsaw?
2: He does have a chainsaw. He's a great man. If you know any trees, if anybody knows of any trees that have fallen down naturally in the wind, uh, lightning, you've got a tree in your field. He'll turn up. He's got a. He's got a trailer. Um, I said. I was trying to get him to do a business cards for. He's a, a thief. No, no, he he, he he he's he's knocked on doors and said, I've seen there's a tree down in your garden. Can I have it? I'll chop it up and I'll take it away. But he'll ask. He doesn't do it that often. And then those logs would last him forever. But I was I was uh, I said he should go into business with his trailer. And I said your your his name is Harry. Harry Hennessy, H H. And I was saying your business card could be Harry Hennessy and his trailer. Listen to this now. No job too small, some jobs too big. Love it. What do you think? Love it.
1: It's so, yeah, it's got it's, it's got OG written all over it. It's brilliant.
2: I Most think things I might, too big. I think I can't be,
1: be asked <laughs> to do those things. <laughs> I
2: think he might be in charge of logs in the cult.
1: Yeah, yeah. And at Christmas time we could make, get him to make Yule logs.
2: Yes. Yes. absolutely not that we believe in them because that's oh no yeah we'd be anti-christian no different... we wouldn't be anti-christian we'd be anti-nobody we'd have something. to have our own types of logs yes yeah. when's your birthday september 29th september oh that would be our that would be our festive our day of yeah yeah that's a good point thank you thanks for bringing that yeah. up because okay. of keithmas <laughs> the cult of keithmas listen <laughs> mike all, all the songs are already written we wish you a merry Keithmas. Keith- oh, yeah, it works.
1: Yeah. yeah, of course it does. Oh. Yeah. Good King Keith. Let's, let's look there. See, it's all there. Right. OK, I'm ranting now. Um, I think we've been ranting for about an hour. Brush your teeth, people.
2: Yeah, use an electric toothbrush. And remember, the cult of Keith is here for you.
1: Yeah, we're here. We're going to start something. I didn't know if we did, and then it all went pear-shaped, and then we're in prison
2: always ends badly in my mind. <laughs> you always go there. See you, Mike. Miss you. Have a good day. Is the weather okay. shit over there? Is it over here? It's absolutely
1: miserable. Yeah. Teeming down with rain, cold and just pure dreek. It best, reminds me of being in that film.
2: Best thing I ever did in my life was get up this morning and go for the walk before mm-hmm. it started raining. It's lovely.
1: Members of this household are on walk number two, wet number two. Two. Not two, not two numbers. Yeah, we have to do two walks with the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do a, a morning and an afternoon.
2: And do you all go? Everybody? No, 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 okay. no, no.
1: But the dog has to.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, well, enjoy your walk number two.
1: Well, I didn't. They've done it now. Oh, they're, go-
2: yeah, they're, they're gone. gone. You missed it. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. I just wanted to be here. And uh, give your father-in-law my um, address.
2: Have you got a treat? No. i got a oh. big...
1: F- Fuck off stove, though. He Go just
2: wants oh. <laughs> logs. Also, I should say that I don't eat every day till five o'clock, and this is my last hour. This is my, this is the hard. Are
1: you starving? No, is, are you starving?
2: Not really. No. There's this. There's a. There's a feeling of, like. There's that feeling that. There's a. I feel hungry, but uh, I'm not starved. No. It's. It's. It's an interesting feeling. You get a bit of a buzz off it. I don't.
1: Just
2: a little bit. Oh, I don't get hangry, now.
1: No. I bet you do, but you think you don't. But others around you. If you were to do yeah. a poll in your house at the moment,
2: what about some week you do the podcast with my wife and you can just ask her all this stuff? it just be Mike and Suzanne.
1: Uh, you know, probably I'd probably get more answers out of her. She
2: might turn up on <laughs> she time. She might turn up on time. I can ask Go her on. about Denton. Go on, get out of it. <laughs> good Go luck. on, good luck. Bye. Get out of it. Go Well, there you go. I don't know where we how we get to where we get to, but we do and it's the beauty of having this wonderful podcast where we can just turn it on and talk shite and some people will listen to it. So I appreciate I appreciate it. Mike did send me a poem a poem, a prayer, because I need to work on my prayers and uh, he sent it to me yesterday. So thank you very much, Mike. He also sent me a message about my my, um, um, my <laughs> grooming, let's just say my downstairs grooming. He says, uh, I say you're a bit of a manscaper. I, I don't actually, I suppose I do trim a little bit, yeah, Mike, but no, I'm not a manscaper, really. Uh, anyway, this is Mike's prayer that he made up for the Cult of Keith. Our Keithy, who art in Newbridge, Hallowed be thy hair, thy dying done, thy will be brown on top as well as down. Give us this day our daily podcast. It's not daily, Mike. And forgive us listening to others. I do, I do my son and my child and my daughter. Lead us not to the BBC, but deliver us to A-Cast, just for A-Men. But deliver us to A-Cast, just for amen. Mike Marin. What a he's a genius. The man is a genius. He's also recommending that I should watch Dig, which I will, and if I get this done quickly enough tonight I might even watch it this evening. If I can get my wife to if I can get my wife to stop for five minutes, you know? She's busy. Busy, 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 non stop. Won't sit down. She's like we've turned into those people, like I'm Daddy. And then I'm like, Mammy, will you sit down and eat your dinner? She's like, No, no, no. I'll make sure everyone else has theirs first. And I'll say, Mammy, will you sit down? But no. Oh, she's a goer, all right. She's a goer. Anyway, that's it for the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell your friends, uh, recommend it to them, Uh, do write a review, and give us a few gives a rating like a five-star rating which would be great for the for the podcast and uh, yes yeah, subscribe as well that means that the podcast will just drop into your inbox so you're not looking for them or forgetting about them or whatever and that's it yeah if you want to uh, send us a few quid there is a link in the description of the podcast where you can throw a few quid towards the podcast and we will spend it on the podcast any money that we get Um and, you know, equipment, mics and that kind of stuff. But uh, don't worry about it too much. It's free anyway. If you haven't got them, if you haven't, if you can't afford it, it doesn't matter. Even if you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just there if you want. If you've got a spare 50 grand, other than that, you're grand. It's free anyway. And we want it to be free. So uh hope you enjoyed it. i got to go. I have another podcast to put up uh, with a very interesting, entertaining uh, TV presenter. You know, is he a TV presenter? call him a presenter a social media guy, comedian actor uh, television series writer very interesting guy his first name is Ty, no not that one so I gotta go put that up have a good evening, behave yourselves be nice to each other and uh, yeah the fucking lock- lockdown's paying the hole isn't it yeah, no, no it is isn't it it's paying pain the hole it is. It's p it's a pen, The whole thing's a and Anyway, gotta go. Bye. Bye, bye. bye, bye. Bye, 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 Oh yeah, you can email email forgot. Keithwodgepod at gmail dot com. See ya.